Welcome to Squared Circle Rewrite. I had a little technical difficulty there. Uh, episode 40, where we are reviewing WCW Super Brawl 1991. 40 pay-per-views we, we reviewed. That's right. Are we, are we wow. actually live right now? We are, we are actually live right now, sure? yes. Okay. Yes. We're good. I'm, sure? I'm just talking to the air. All right. Okay. Uh, and before we get, before Ben gives us his beneficial facts about the pay-per-view, uh, Dave's going to give us some current event know-how. Know-how? Know-how. Okay. I'm, I'm making up words. Did no, I make up words? know-how because you know how. Now, yeah. And I know how what? Well, tell us the current events. Oh, so people, people the big we're not, we're not Abbott and Costello here. We're not doing what's on first here. Just tell us your know-how. I don't Because you know how. Okay. I know how to talk about current events. Is that what you guys are trying to imply? That's right. Okay. So currently, I get, you know, the biggest announcement was Rey Mysterio going to New Japan to face Jushin Thunder Liger. Mind-blowing. How old is Jushin Liger? Like old enough to still go. Really? And, 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 and the, the best part is this event is actually happening in the States. And it's oh. called Strong Style. So, but it's a New Japan event. Is it so, in California? Like there, I can't remember the exact location, but it's in the states. And it's Mysterio versus Liger. Oh, um, I wonder if it's in San Diego. I think so. Actually, to think about it, that would make sense. And then I think uh, other matches are Golden Lovers versus Young Buck. Yes, the Golden so, Lovers are Kenny Omega and uh, Kota Ibushi. And I, their best part of their tag team is their finisher is called the Golden Shower. Yep, wicked. Just, just a double four fifty on the same turnbuckle. They stand in the center and do a four. They yell "Golden Shower" and then they do a four fifty. There you go, crazy. But there yeah, that's go. the current event that I figured. I figured was huge. There you go. Let's go to some beneficial facts about a pay per view that took place like twenty freaking years ago. Hey guys, well, welcome. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Um, Super Brawl. Return from the Rising Sun is coming at you from the Bayfront Arena in St. Petersburg, Florida, formerly known as the Armory, where they had, they actually mentioned this, so this is where Dusty Rhodes won his first NWA title against Harley Race. Are you Same telling way. me they're going to mention the Booker when he won his first title? Yeah, who would have thought, oh. huh? Oh. And okay. this is in front of a... Uh, <laughs> what football program did he play for, though? Did they tell you that? Um, we'll get to that. Okay, good to that. Jim, Mar Jim Ross will be happy to tell us that. Um, over and over. Like, I'm amazed that he didn't talk about his like elementary school football background. He, like, he knows everything about football. But this is happening in front of a crowd of 6,000 people. Now, Super Brawl was a follow-up to the events that occurred on the first ever WCW New Japan Super Show, which happened... In March of 1991, I believe it was actually the same weekend as WrestleMania 7, if I'm not mistaken. The show was co-promoted by WCW and Japanese partner promotion New Japan Pro Wrestling. The main event was Ric Flair versus Tatsumi Fujinami for the NWA Championship. Uh, well, more on that later when we get into the, that actual match. Um, Super Brawl's main event is the return bout between Flair and Fujinami this time is for the WCW Championship. Commentary is done by Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes. Um, interesting note that WCW is also now singing America the Beautiful. Coincidence? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, so, yeah, the, a lot of history in this uh, in this building that they're having this event. And there was one fan, female fan, in a wedding dress. <laughs> 
I don't wow. know if you guys noticed that. Nope. Yeah. I did she, not notice she, that. She was in a wedding you dress. Did she stick out like a sore thumb? She sure did. She well, sure I did. Didn't notice her. Did they actually show her on camera purposely, or you just saw her amongst the crowd? They showed her four different times. Okay, oh, so okay. I missed her four times. Yep. So well, you would have missed her. her to look four times. You would have missed her because you don't watch the in-between stuff. And I'm not sure. I have no excuse. I uh, didn't see her. You know, I sat through Missy Hyatt trying to go into the men's locker room again. I sat through that. So did I, unfortunately. (sighs) Let's get to the first match. All right. Uh, Apart from that, there's no more beneficial facts because there's nothing beneficial about this pay-per-view. No. You're in for a real treat, guys. Uh, (laughs) Please please keep on listening. Come on, do us a solid, guys. (laughs) What we're talking about is good, but the pay-per-view is awful. But listen to us. You're doing us a solid. Listen to our show. Continue listening. It is the fabulous Freebirds with Diamond Dallas Page and Big Daddy Dink. And 16 Diamond Dolls. Yes. Like, how many girls does this guy have? And they're taking on the Young Pistols, who is Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers. And this is for the United States Tag Team Championship, which is currently vacant because once the Steiners won the WCW Tag Team titles... They had to forfeit the United States Tag Team Championship, which I think was stupid. Because a dual tag team champions. Because we got this match? Is that why? Well, well, you know. Anyways, what do you guys got to say about this? You know, I didn't really care for this. It it was confusing to me. Um, How so? Well, they had... There's... They start the match and they're they're kind of brawling and there's all these 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 not blind tags but like the ref gets distracted so the other guy comes in the ring and they're, they're doing that like right off the hop and then Brad Armstrong hops from the crowd into <laughs> the ring inserts himself in the match and I'm like and Jim Ross is talking about it. he's like yeah he's here to protect against Big Daddy Dink's interference and I'm like he interfered. I'm like, he hasn't interfered. <laughs> Brad Armstrong just interfered. Big Daddy Dink was just standing there. Huh. Like, in doing I understand that he could have in the past, but for this purpose, yeah. maybe have Big Daddy Dink actually, like, grab somebody's foot or something, so Brad Armstrong coming to the ring makes sense. It made no sense. And then he tears off his tearaways. It's like, what the heck is going on here? It was just weird. Just weird. Yeah, kind of and then, and then And then the ref kicks... Brad Armstrong and Big Daddy Dink out. And I'm like, Big Daddy Dink didn't do anything. He was just standing there. Is that, Weird. That's pretty good alliteration right there. Big Daddy Dink. Big Daddy Dink didn't do. <laughs> didn't do. Didn't do nothing. Oh. This is an all-time record. We've talked about Big Daddy Dink, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it going. What do you got to so, say about Big Daddy Dink there, Dave? Uh, nothing about him. Because I hate referencing his name. <laughs> But uh, the only note I really noticed was I did like the Young Pistols chemistry yep. with with each other. It's almost like they were a tag team before. Almost. Under a different <sighs> moniker. Those Southern boys uh, can tag team real well. I think they were wide-eyed at one point. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. But like, their, their tag team spots, the I was also confused with all the stuff that happened. Like It felt like instantaneously. Yeah, it was just like it was all been so fast. I thought it was gonna be a short match, but it actually, really wasn't that short. Yeah. Uh, after the other Armstrong just jumps in the ring, I was like confused to the point where I was like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that was two minutes into the match. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, "What's no, going this is, on? This is stupid. I'm out. I'm checking out." But yeah, that's like I was in. Then I was, you know, then they started doing some good 
some good spots and some good tape, and I got back into the match, and then I started to enjoy it so much I didn't write any more notes. What? Uh, it, you know what? I started to enjoy it a little bit too, and then the Young Pistols went for a stereo drop kick from the top missile drop <laughs> kick, and they missed it, and it like it was like they. I think the Freebirds ducked before they even came off the top rope. They did. And and it just looks so dumb. Yeah, both of them did. And I was just like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, this is a pay-per-view. And the Freebirds have been around for years at this point. Like, can we not figure this out? You know, and this is just a harbinger of what the heck's going to happen to this pay-per-view. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. All right. Um, beneficial facts. Well, nothing really... I mentioned Brad Armstrong just believes that he can just jump in and show up in any match that he darn well pleases. Damn right. Kind of looks like a. It's kind of like Sid. He's from wherever he damn well pleases. Yeah. Um, good double cross body onto the Freebirds by um, Steve Armstrong early in the match. Um, they throw good drop kicks. That's one thing that stands out to me with mm-hmm. the young. Unless pieces. they're going for stereo missile drop kicks. <laughs> well, <laughs> Generic drop kicks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Standing. Okay. okay. I should have specified. Jeez. Um, and I just put stupid finish, but go ahead with the stupid <laughs> finish. Um, one more note, actually. I just okay. remembered that. Okay. Uh, Hayes' left punch. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. snap. That's Screw snap the DDT. Jump. That yeah. should be his finish. That should be his finish. But okay, so going to the finish. So, stupid finish. <laughs> so this guy in a bird costume comes running down. No, and I'm not. I'm, I'm like not even joking. It's a guy. It, like he kind of looks like the Black Scorpion. Like it's just no, like well, no, no. But like the like the mask and everything, right? Like it, it's cheesy. And they just added like feathers no. under his arms. So he's a bird. So he's a bird. Do Called you know, Fantasia. Ah, Fantasia. Yeah. Fantasia. Oh, the, the free birds. They have yeah. a mascot. It's a bird. <laughs> yeah. Fan- Remember that original Mike. Thank you. Yes. Thank Remember you. That, that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers original movie? Oh, the Tango Warriors? Huh? The Tango Warriors. The, with the uh, the birds. Yeah. yeah. That's Tango who he, he reminded me of. Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, it's a, I didn't know what that was really called. And then... Fact. Yeah. So the ref bumps, which... which <laughs> and that was awful. And then Fantasia comes down. And then both pistols... Or one pistol is on... on or no, both of them are on the the ropes, and they just watch this bird thing come in, and he hops up and does a DDT to each of them, and it looked okay. It was a weird spot. It was a weird easy. spot, and I still don't understand. Like if if I I can't remember who it was. I think it was Armstrong took the first one, and Tracy Smothers is like sitting right there, and he watches this guy get his his partner get DDT'd, so he stays on the ropes. Like what? You didn't want to get down and maybe help your partner, but whatever. Or try to get that drop kick. Yeah, maybe go for the yeah, and then so then Hayes pins Smothers to win the titles. Um, what? Like just what? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. That was my cue. Yeah, Um, that's your cue. Yeah. Match number two. We got Dangerous Dan Spivey, and he is taking on Ricky Morton. Um, yeah, can, can I uh, get in? Can I get in on the comments first? Yep. All right. Um, I put dangerous. Dan wasn't so dangerous in this match compared to other ones that we've seen him in so far. I kind of gave him that for that. Uh, Dan looked like a, 
a real badass and pretty strong in this match. Wasn't selling anything. And I think for good reason. Um, and I just put okay match for, you know, a glorified squash. But what do you guys uh, got to say about this? Other than Ricky Morton's terrible punches. <laughs> well, I'll start with Ricky Morton's terrible punches. Right, you talk about <laughs> Ricky Morton's terrible punches. Ricky Morton gets in there and, and throws t- terrible punches. And, and tr- jumps trying to punch Spivey in the face. Go for the throat. Like, why wouldn't you try to hit him in the gut, make him bend over, then hit him in the face? I just, I don't understand. And my counter to Spivey not selling, like, there is, like, don't sell. But you know what? When a dude punches you in the face in the corner, move your face a little bit, okay? okay? Don't that be one, a, yes. Don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> Excuse my language. God. Jesse's triggered and swearing. Um, Jay, Ricky Morton's ah, never mind. <laughs> no, Dan Spivey. Dan and Spivey, and yeah. you know why Spivey looks so good? Because Ricky Morton was bumping his tail off for him. He was. Um, well, you say tail, tail, but you... I don't. <laughs> um, listen, we we all mess up. We all mess up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rewind. Uh, freaking butthead. How about that? And then, and then Spivey does a power bomb, and then doesn't pin him. Like that's his finish, and like he's just like and like he power bombs him and then picks him up again and then whips him whips him into the ropes. I'm like, what? Weird, weird match. I have no notes. You have no notes. I didn't enjoy it at all. You have, you have zero notes for this. All right. Zero. So so then we'll go to the finish because then Spivey just hits another power bomb that was a lot more dangerous than the first one. Like he didn't take care of Ricky Morton at all. He's just like ah, I'm just gonna throw you down here. And he gets the win. Uh, two thumbs down for me. Two down for me. Yep, two down for me. Two was down. not impressed by this. And two thumbs all. down for Jesse swearing. That was awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got all triggered. I got triggered. That's Jesse's not good. Triggered. All right, let's go to the third match. Okay, the third match of this monstrosity is Wildfire Tommy Rich. Ugh. And he is taking on the, with a new attitude, new nasty attitude, Nikita Koloff. And new muscles. Remember the last time we saw him? Yes. He lost. Put some uh, weight back but on But I think there. he had cancer, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had cancer. Really? Or his wife had cancer. Mm. And, and like, he couldn't, like, he had to come off the road, I think, is the, the situation. Okay. And then, and then I think his wife beat cancer, so then he came back, if I'm not mistaken. Um... But yeah, he's he's looking like the Russian nightmare. And why is Wildfire still here? <laughs> Just go away, man. Just go away. Enough is enough. I like Nikita's new character. Is it new? Well, I'm pretty sure he was like that before. Refurbished oh, okay. character. All right. Because he's from Lithuania now. Because uh, the Iron Curtain has fallen. He's not at the Soviet nightmare anymore. Oh, that's right. He's just a Russian nightmare. Well, no, he's a Lithuanian nightmare. Oh, okay. I got confused because I think Dusty Rhodes called him the, the Russian Nightmare. Well, book. Dusty. dusty yeah. What does Dusty know? What? It's just the Booker. What do you got, Dave? <laughs> nothing. Really? You did you even watch the pay-per-view? I did not like this. Horrible cross-body attempt by It's Rich, Tommy Rich, and I'm, I've, I've always been consistent with hating him. <laughs> like Just like you are consistent with hating Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I'm consistent with hating Tommy Rich. That's fair. He could hit a shooting star press, and I would still hate it. Um, yeah, this wasn't great. Um, Koloff, do you got anything, Ben, or can I go on the finish? Uh, 
good job giving some shine and legitimacy to Cole Hoffinol <coughs> building him up. Yeah, that's true. As a killer heel that's going to be coming on the scene, killing and healing, you know? Yep. Koloff whips Richard to the corner. He bounces out and he hits him with the Russian Russian sickle, one, two, three. Or the Lithuanian sickle. Whatever. That was called the iron sickle. Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> that was called the popsicle. I, I can't I can't see Demolition's finisher still, so I don't know. One thumbs down for me. Two thumbs, thumbs down for me. Two thumbs down, yes. Three thumbs down for Ben. I don't have three thumbs. <laughs> it just yeah. So that's three oh, Not man. good matches. No. No. Alright, so match number four. I was hoping this was gonna pick up, but it totally does not. Uh, the natural Dustin Rose. Sorry to shatter your dreams. No. <laughs> was that audible enough? Did everyone hear me smack my head? <laughs> oh my god, that was awful. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Your puns are like that's what we're gonna call you. The puns. <laughs> the punisher. That's what we're gonna call you. So we got the natural Dustin Rose, and he is taken on now. Terrence. Terrence. Taylor. I thought it was a black Taylor. guy. The computerized man, man of the, of the 90s. 90s. Okay. Just go back to the Red Rooster already. <laughs> Dear Lord. Like, the computerized man of the 1990s. You know, you, know, you can you can mock the Red Rooster all you want, but that was his best gimmick. <laughs> to be quite honest. You see that one spot where Dustin... What was Dustin trying to go for? Like, a, a clothesline? Like, a jumping clothesline? And then... Terry or Just Taylor goes, goes like a cross body Taylor block. goes for a cross body and, and, and Dustin was going for a bionic elbow. No, yeah, well, that's right. But yeah. they kind of sort of covered like they tried to cover Dustin it. Dustin said with had all takeover. Yeah, and I was like, oh okay, that was like you could tell it was a botch, but they tried to make it work, and I was like, Oh, I got some respect for that. <laughs> like, holy what was Taylor? Well, Peter, and then Dustin tried to salvage the situation as well. Like you'd think it was gonna be Taylor that would do something like that. You'd think he'd have a little more Savviness than that. And uh, maybe Dusty shouldn't be such a homer to his son on right? commentary, the just by the way. He's a he's he's he was six foot two and he was twelve. I don't think he was, Dusty. <laughs> no. I just don't think he was. I don't think Eligante was six foot two when he was Oh, 12. he probably was. You think so? Oh yeah. At seven if he's seven foot seven, he had to be like over six feet at twelve. Had For to be his bar mitzvah, he was seven feet tall. <laughs> That's right. Um, I got nothing else to add to this match. It was kind of like, um, it was okay. Like, so far, uh, this is the fourth match. This is the best match so far for me. That's not saying much, no. but it is the best match so far. Um, eh. This is where my whys start to come in. If you're If you're a veteran in the ring like they say that Taylor is, why do you need a computer? I don't know. Oh, well, no, that, that drove me nuts was how much he would go out of the ring to, look to at the computer. stupid computer. Killing the pace of the match. Yeah. yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Well, because he needed the new strategy. Have her yell it to him when he's in the ring. He, he, didn't, he didn't account for doing a crossbody while he was doing a biotic elbow. That wasn't accounted for in the, the programming. He didn't know. <laughs> he needs to see the quantified. Oh, God. He was at bad stats before advanced stats were advanced stats. <laughs> Need to see the quantified formula for a cross body. The course, he but he if, miscalculated. If there's any, throwing an elbow. there's any hockey fans out there, the Corsi rating. He was looking for his Corsi. Anyways, um, going to the finish. Please. Miss, so um, Alexander York distracts the ref very slowly. 
Yes. Like, Mr. Hughes gets up on the apron, and he's waiting. And, and he's putting on a glove, which is supposed to be loaded, air quoted. <laughs> and and Alexandra York's like like not paying attention, and then she looks over, and you can tell like you can tell she's like, oh crap, I should be over here. And then she gets up, so the ref had to pretend he couldn't see huge Mister Hughes sitting on the apron because Alexandra York was supposed to uh, distract him. So she finally gets up there, and then Taylor holds uh, Rhodes' arms, and then Hughes goes for the punch. Rhodes moves. Taylor takes the. Loaded glove. One, two, three. Rhodes wins. I think that's Taylor's first loss is the 90s computerized man. Just by the way. That was the finish? That was the finish, yeah. Can you hit the bulldog? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. That was it. I didn't give this a thumbs down. Do we do thumb side? We, if it's we, okay. we had a tweener sound effect. Like yeah, I want the crickets. The crickets. Yeah, the crickets. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I agree with that. All right, let's go to the next match. This is I'm gonna get really triggered oh, on this. Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, hashtag Jesse's triggered. Here we go. Hashtag Ben's gonna get triggered here. We got Big Josh versus Black Bart. Now, as Big Josh is coming to the ring, he has these two stunt. Walking bears, one in each arm, and they have these muzzles over their faces. I literally wanted these bears to get free and eat Big Josh. It's awful. Or, it's, or hit him in the face, like, doink! It's a tasteless gimmick. That's tasteless. Because you could tell, you could tell the bears were scared. They made them walk on their hind legs. That's nice. And you could just tell, like, like they came into a, a crowd of 6,000 people cheering. You think that's good for the animals? Like... Who, by who, Dusty, why are you coming up with this? I, I wish the bears got free and just attacked everything. It just, it, it that angered me to no end because that is a tasteless gimmick. Just absolutely tasteless. Well, then the fans don't care either. There's like no reaction. Yeah, yeah. So, right off the hop, I was mad. And then the match was awful. <laughs> and Big Josh's finish is awful. And that's all I got from this. Same here. Oh yeah. Okay, so oh, I guess actually, you know what? I'm giving. Uh, we're not doing this. We're doing this. Oh, I haven't given the oh, finish. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you, are you done with your? I notes? get excited. Okay, so Big Josh. I wish the bears got free and ate him. That's all I put. Well, the bears just turn around and go. They take him back. Useless. Useless. Like why'd you even have him? Uh, Big Josh wins with a big butt drop. It's basically an aftershock. It was basically an aftershock, but Big Josh is like 260 pounds, maybe. The Not even. He was like 230. Well, I think they build him at 280. Yeah, he's like, he looks... But, but Earthquake is 400 plus. Yeah, it works So when, when he does the move, it's like, oh, crap, yeah, that could hurt. Big Josh probably that has hurt. to jump off the top rope if he's yeah, going to make it look just, impactful. And he does a, he does a log roll. <laughs> Just dumb. Oh, yeah. That was um, dumb match. Off, awful, awful things. Uh, these are just awful gimmicks. Two thumbs down. Actually, I, this one gets this. For sure. For sure. Oh, it gets worse. Yes, it sure does. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> next match is uh, Tim Parker versus um, Oz... The debut of um, Kevin Nash's first god-awful, horrific 
gimmick that he had as an up-and-comer in the industry. Well, this is Kevin. Shout to Kevin Nash. I'm sure you hated this gimmick. This is his second one. He was Master Blaster before the Steel. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, he was Master Blaster first. I never saw Master Blaster. It was only it was only on Clash of the Champions. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Listen, am I missing anything? Oz is twenty times better than Master Blaster. Wow, and that's not saying a lot. (laughs) No, so was he like like a Mega Man outfit? No, no, they they looked like they had uh, like. uh, like Wait, soot on their face, like it looks like they're blown up in an explosion. Hit steel and iron, or whatever they called it themselves. So he blows himself up. That is that why he's the yeah, they, blasting. It, yeah, it was weird. They were both green as goose poop, and uh, it it showed. And uh, this Oz thing was just so dumb. They had this big uh, curtain come down, and then they superimposed the uh, Wizard of Oz's castle and then they had the people dressed up as the the monkeys from from wizard of oz and there was a girl dressed up as dorothy if i'm not mistaken yep, yep. right and and the tin man and the scarecrow and but at the, this point the fans but the lion what, but the lion's not there so okay and the fans are hating it they're already booing they're booing like crazy and then the um the wizard comes out there's there's a wizard and then there's oz the wizard is kevin sullivan in a mask. Oh, Jesus. Oz is Kevin Nash, also in a mask, until he gets to the ring. Awful. The fans hated it. It was dumb. It took 10 the minutes. over was terrible. It took 10 minutes of real time for him to make it to the ring. And then the match took 35 seconds. Well, that was great. Thanks, guys. Go, the match... Go, go, go to the finish. Oz hits with the... Well, the he does an airplane spin to... Tim Parker, and that actually looked pretty cool because he just he chucked him. Well, but that is one of the most unsafe bumps like I could ever think of. Like, how do you even know where you're going to land? Well, you just call it an airplane spin. So fans are just imagining it's like an attitude adjustment spin. But it was a, no, it's, it's a more razor, like a, it's a razor's ball. edge. It's a razor's edge. He sets him up for a razor's oh, edge, right. and then he just like almost like he twists, and then he throws him. And as he throws him, he tur- like he he spins him as he throws him. Pretty sure I think I think the technical term is, is a helicopter powerbomb. I think is what it's actually they, called. Dusty Rhodes called an airplane spin. All right. <laughs> what well, Dusty Rhodes was wrong. And because he was, because he was spinning and crashing to the mat, is that supposed to signify the house landing on the Wicked Witch? I have no clue. Don't ask me to read more into this. The only note I made is this Wizard of Oz segment made me want to jump out the window. It's just That's basically I, all I so thought. now like just another <laughs> just another awful game jump for you. Too. <laughs> we've had we've had a guy we've had a guy in a bird costume. We've had a, a lumberjack with with bears. We had a computerized man of the '90s, and now we got a thing from the Wizard of Oz. What are we doing here? I thought 1995 was the worst year for gimmicks. I'm starting to think it was 1991. Two thumbs down. And before we go to the next match, Missy Hyatt, again, tries to be the first woman to get an interview in the men's locker room. We're going to talk about this. Well, okay. yep, yeah, it was uh, sure. All right. She goes in. She tries to sneak in thinking that the Z-Man's in the shower. It wasn't Z-Man. Ooh. It was 
It was Stan Hansen. Again. And he comes out in his boxers. And why just... are you wearing your boxers in the shower? <laughs> and why do you got chew? Like, isn't I'm he... glad he's wearing his boxers in the shower. He, like, he, come on. He had, he had... Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I just didn't think of it that way. <laughs> he, had, yeah. he, had, he had chew and it was like all over his chest because it was dripping. And I'm like... And we definitely don't want to see I Stan feel Hansen's like, lariat. Like, I feel like Stan can't get clean because he's taking chew into the shower with him. Um, and then Missy Hyatt with the awful acting. Mm. And Tony Schiavone again was laughing at her. So, awful segment. WCW is so bad at this time. I wasn't laughing. I was basically sitting there going, really? I was fast forwarding, guys. It's a miracle they made it to Eric Bischoff or Vince Russo. Uh, it's a miracle with this kind of crap that was going on. It's a miracle. Let's go yet, to the next but match. But Vince Russo killed WCW, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Super Bowl 91. Um, this is the taped fist showdown between Flying Brian versus Barry Windham. You guys go ahead and I'll jump in. I like this match. There was, there was, there was best good. Best so far. It was the best so far. Uh, good intensity to the match. Um, that's about all I got from it, though. They Did get, you they, know they, that Flying Brian won the Courage Award? Yeah, they've told me that a they've few times. They've said that every damn show that he's on. That's why I know this off the top of my head. What do you got, Dave? <laughs> what is with Barry's hair? <laughs> that's what you got from this? The first thing I saw was his hair. I'm like, what happened? He got a haircut. That's a haircut? Well, maybe the hairdresser... It was like a hair got, disaster. Maybe the hairdresser got a little bit crazy. Oh, I can't believe that's what you got from the match. Beyond that, no. <laughs> uh, great intensity. I, I love the intensity. There's good animosity. I like the, co- the color added to the match. Yeah. Gave it a little uh, shot in the arm. There I'm wasn't kidding. a lot that went on in this match. Like There wasn't a lot of spots. It was because it was taped fists. They were just... Punching each other, yep, but it but it worked. Uh, what I didn't like was the finish, <laughs> where Wyndham throws the ref away, and the ref like and then turns around and low blows Brian Pillman. Like you could have done that with the ref right there. Tape fist match was an ODQ. They kept on saying it. So why did you have to move the like push the ref so he didn't see as you low blowed Brian Pillman on the top rope? I don't understand. And then he hits uh, the superplex and and does the float over pin, which is nice. He does a yep. He does and, an awesome superplex. And Dusty Rhodes calls it the most powerful finisher in wrestling. I'm just okay. saying. I, I've seen Hogan's leg drop put down many more people than Wyndham's superplex. He also I'm says that uh, Barry Wyndham is like the, the the best athlete in wrestling today. Yeah, like pure talented. Well, he's wrestler. he's really he good. Is. He is. He is. But good. the best pure. Okay. We're not going to talk about Shawn Michaels or no. This well, this is before. before this is before. <laughs> oh, but you can see it. Come on now. Who's coming along? But uh, I, mean, I give this a thumb sideways. Thumb sideways. Like, like you're the bar. Yeah, I'm the bar. <laughs> okay, the bar, the bear. So are we cheering it? I, I'm thumb sideways in this thing. Which I thought it was okay, Dave. Thumbs yeah. up. All right, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. We're gonna, we're gonna give them their dues. So I just realized that. And one. then DDP comes out and unveils the Diamond Stud, Scott Hall. So another new appearance. We got uh, two people of the click here, and Scott Hall is huge. He's thick. They bill him as 298 pounds, and he is massive. 
just just huge. It's in his face. It's checklish. Huge. Just huge. huge. He's huge. And and DDP says they're gonna find a lady to take off his pants. I'll say what? Yep. That was the that was the gimmick thing. They're gonna go and from town to town, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna pull a lady from the crowd to pull off Diamond Studs tearaways. No, I'm not lying about this. WCW. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then we go. Oh, 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 geez. Oh, oh, God. Do I have to? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The Battle of the Giants stretcher match, which is Sid Vicious versus Eddie Gante. Why do you need a stretcher when there's pinfalls? I was confused by that, too. Like, like. Stretcher matches generally, you got to put them on the stretcher and then put them in the ambulance or or roll them up, up the ramp, up the, up the ramp. But that could be a WWF. Or there's like a goal line you have to. Yeah, but that could be a WWF rule, just like cage matches in WCW are pin, where cage matches in WWF are escape. Stupid, right? Like it's just different. So it's all stupid. I didn't I didn't understand what they were doing, and also El Gigante does not sell worth a lick. Okay, first thing... And Sid Vicious is green as goose poop still. The, the only thing I had a problem with at the right beginning of the match was as soon as I saw the stretchers, I knew they weren't going to be used because they weren't big stretchers. They are yeah. average size. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's like, right. They were average right. size stretchers. Yes, right. So even if you were put the guy on the stretcher, the stretcher would just break. Yep, that's true. Watching you... Eligante sit on that thing is like watching an adult sit on like a child's like chair. Yep. Yeah. It was... So right from the get go, I was I was lost, and uh, this match tw- for the whole twenty seconds. Yeah, this match didn't go long. It was like a minute thirty, and Gigante gets whipped into the corner. Does an awful job at selling. Vicious runs in, and Gigante just puts up a big boot. If you if and you looked actually, awful. if you search on YouTube, uh, most uh, what was the title of it? Basically, the most. Uh, terribly acted death scene of all time watch that video that's El Gigante's selling yeah to the T and it was bad it was awful and so he hits the big boot and then he he does the claw on on Vicious's head and then the ref counts the pin I didn't realize that was a pinning move I thought you had to like I thought you had to lay across their body I didn't think you had to you could only be on their head the shoulders on the mat counts I guess and, like, it would make sense if he, if he held it. Like, I would have liked it if he got Vicious in the claw and Vicious was, like, trying Standing, to fight out of it. And then Standing, he went down. And then he went, like, he slams him down. Yeah. But, but no. he, he, he lays him down gently. And it looks like he's, like, t- like massaging his temples. That's right. So then G- G- Gigante or Gigante. I'm, Gigante. I'm, 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 I'm butchering his Gigante. name. Gigante. Um, Gigante. Um, he wins, and then One Man Gang and Kevin Sullivan come down. Where did One Man Gang come from? Yeah. What the heck? He's lost weight since we last yeah. saw him. And they attack El Gigante. And Sid Vicious just leaves. So he lost the stretcher match, and he doesn't even have to go on the stretcher. He just leaves. Walks out. Just walks out. Like, he doesn't even fulfill his end of the bargain. Why was it a stretcher match? For It was there for... The stretcher was there It was there. there. For That's it. Kevin Why Sullivan is it a stretcher match? To, 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 to tap. Yeah, to gently, gigante, to gigante, gigante. Yeah, to gently to tap him. Gigante, gigante. <laughs> yeah, awful, you awful. Just... Why, 
why book a stretcher match if you're going to have a run-in at the end so nobody goes on a stretcher? It makes no sense. You could have, you could have had the exact same effect uh, with a chair, to be quite honest. You could have you could have taken you could have done the whole thing and had a had Kevin Sullivan hit Gigante with a chair and it would have been the same thing. Still an awful match, but it wouldn't have looked so dumb. Or like even have like Gigante do the claw and he lays vicious on the stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe there's it. a three count of his shoulders on the stretcher or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's WCW. Can you, can his shoulders are in midair. Oh no. Maybe <laughs> on the stretcher. Can I give this negative zero? <laughs> no, that would still be I mean, zero. You, you could. You could do whatever you want. Two thumbs down. Oh, jeez. We just keep on going with the bad. Ugh. Oh, and. And he gets that for good measure. Next is the Thunderdome. Oh, God. <laughs> the Thunderdome cage match. No. With. Yes. Thunder Doom. Thunder Doom. Oh, Thunder sorry. Doom. A Thunder Doom cage God. match with Theodore Long suspended in the cage above the cage. So it's a cage match with Theodore Long suspended in the cage above the cage. This is redundancy, folks. Why did they need two cages? Why did they need Theodore Long in a cage? What's they, he going to do? What is he going to do? Do we really think that... What Teddy, you going to do, brother? Well, do we really think that Teddy Long is going to be able to... Like, get into the cage and cause havoc? Well, is he going to hurt? How is he going to hurt anybody? How is Teddy Long going to hurt Ron Simmons? Either have him in the shark cage and no cage match, or just have the Thunder Doom match and not Teddy Long in a cage. Like, it just was so dumb. Or just have a regular match with Teddy banned for ringside. Yeah, something. <laughs> something. So, you know how WrestleMania Five was the Mega Powers explode? Doom explodes. That's right. We're never going to get to hear this song again. Well, that's not true. Are you guys sad? I'm sad. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. When Re came out, did they just keep the song playing? Yes, they sure did. Okay, because I'm like... (laughs) They're all three of them. They're they're not a tag team no more, but they share the same song. All three of them got the same song. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now, so... For me, it started off good. It was really intense. Mm-hmm. Then we got color. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm, you know, they're the, the fitting to the theme of the match. Uh, the fans are really behind Ron at this point. Yep. They're, the fans are into it. Like they're really behind Ron. Yeah. And then we get a, 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 a rope break. You're about to swear. I was about to swear. <laughs> but unlike you, I, I have a filter, body filter, okay? They, there's a rope break. In a cage, that's right. What? It's WCW, baby. Butch Reed doing a pile driver makes me nervous. Butch Reed selling makes me nervous. Butch Reed makes me nervous. <laughs> God. <laughs> just, it was just... It started off so A well. rope break in a cage And then match. Once, once that rope break happened, it lost all momentum for me. It was like, oh, this is silly. This is silly. And then uh, we go... I'm, I'm going to go to the finish. In this place. I just, uh, well... I, can I just say a couple things? I guess. <laughs> I guess. How dare Ben try to stay with our actual no, plan here? And you just cannot. like, no, all right, fine. Simmons does sell pretty good in the match, I thought. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give him credit. He worked the hardest in the, the whole did. match. No, Simmons was uh, good in this match. And they both worked hard in the match. So you got to give him points for that. 
They're getting participation awards now? Um, is, that participation what is that what we're doing? Exceed my expectation. You had expectations for Reed? I had no expectations for this match. As soon as I heard uh, the Doom theme um, three and come three for all, consistent all three guys, <laughs> then I'm just like, okay, this is going to be laughable. And then <laughs> the match happened. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad. There was hard work. Yeah. I appreciate hard work. Until the end. Well, LG Gante worked hard. Until the Until end. <laughs> when when I, I take, I, I'm going to take away your Ron Simmons working hard thing. Teddy Long was working hard trying to get that chain that he was going to throw <laughs> into the ring that he tried to go through hole number one. No, that's not going to work. Hole number two. No, that's you, not going to work. You saw this? Yeah. I didn't see they, any of that. Because they showed a replay, and you could see oh. him fumbling with the chain and trying to get it through. And he's with like, his oh. little arms? Yeah, and he's like, he can't figure out how to get it into the to the ring. So then he finally gets like the third hole, and he finally gets it in there. And I'm like, why is this a big deal? It's a cage match. You're allowed to like, dash his face Butch Reed could have came cage. with it taped to his hand. It's a cage match. With rope breaks. With rope breaks. That's right. Because, listen... Listen, it's barbaric, but we're not animals here. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so then Reed grabs the uh, grabs the chain, tries to hit Simmons with it, misses. Simmons, like, so he swings, and then it looks like Simmons was going to do a, was supposed to do a, like, a, atomic drop, but he, he turned him all the way around and just a, did the most brutal spine buster to him. Like, brutal yeah. good? Yeah. Okay. It was it was a nice spine buster. And then one, two, three, Simmons wins. <laughs> so I don't know what he gets from this. I guess just revenge. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was one thumbs down. Stupid rope break. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of Doom. It's finally the end of Doom. That's Turn right. To the rock was the back. In the movie Doom. Doom. Okay. Doom. Next match is for the WCW Tag Team Championship. And this is actually, we're actually getting into good matches, guys. And this is Lex Luger and Sting who are challenging the Steiner Brothers for the <laughs> WCW Tag Team Championship. What do you think of that video before the match? <laughs> wow. Compelling. That, that was awful. Compellingly <laughs> awful. Oh, call Cox. I loved when Luger and Sting were coming down and Luger got scared by the pyro. <laughs> <laughs> first I of all, somebody was going to see something. First, like that. first of all, WWE has this thing where every match they change the location of the pyro. Sometimes it's, at the, it's on the top of the ramp. Sometimes it's, it's in the middle. Sometimes it starts in the top. Sometimes stops, it's on the beer stand. It goes in the middle. Sometimes it lights a cage on fire. Like the pyro is everywhere in WCW. So like they're the walking guy, down. The guy carrying the hot dogs down the aisle will have pyro coming <laughs> out the side. Gilbert had more effect than pyro, but like. Luger and Stinger come in town, and there's no pyro. All of a sudden, it goes off in the middle of the ramp and hits Luger in the face. And you see him swat. You see him swatting the pyro away, and you see Sting chuckle as they're walking. Oh, I'm like, okay, that's a funny start. Because I'm like, ah, Luger, damn it. But, this but then it like first the like good back and forth between Steiner and oh, sorry Rick and Luger. Mm-hmm. And then Luger hits like the shoulder block, and Steiner sells it like 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 greatly. Just bumps hard for him. I'm like, yes, physicality. I like it. And then uh, Sting hits that beautiful outside oh, Stinger oh, splash. Oh, body. Yeah. 
I, I call it outside stainer splash because it's staying doing it's a jump, splash. A cross body. Yeah. It's like a vaulting body press. Yep. Beautiful. Like you forget how agile he was. Because when he came, when he like later on becomes black and white thing, he like slows down his wrestling. Yeah. And that's the only thing I watched. So seeing this thing, I'm like, damn. Yeah, he was really good. So Scott, good. Scott Steiner comes in and does like the most awesome double arm. Is it a tiger bomb? Tiger bomb. Tiger, tiger driver or tiger no, bomb? No, ti- the tiger driver is, it's like a, you go for the tiger bomb and you drop him in the back of the head. Oh, okay. This is a tiger bomb. Yeah, beautifully he done. He doesn't. He, he doesn't he, he that does should awesome like form. honestly, the Frankensteiner should have been his setup for the Tiger Bomb finish. Scott Steiner is so impressive, really like, so impressive. But he gets so pissed off at himself when he does it so well. <laughs> <laughs> he like, um, does it, and I'm just like, what? You don't have to be mad. <laughs> what What I really liked about this match was how it's it started off because they built it as like their friends facing each other. You know, faces versus face. So it was. Like, kind of one-upmanship at the beginning. And then it started getting a little chippy. And I like that because it was a competition. And then they started getting a little nasty with each other. And I like how they told that story. That's like, okay, it's competition. Oh, now now you're going to be like that. Okay, and I can like I can do something worse than that. And, like, the teams kept on upping each other. And I, I really liked the pace of this match. Well, it took a while because Scotty hits the Tiger Bomb. And then he hits a top rope belly belly suplex this team. Yeah. I was like, is Sting gonna get any offense? No, nope, no. Nope. Like, what's next? A screwdriver? Just taking it all. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing I didn't like was that Scott Steiner somehow reverses a torture rack into a Russian leg sweep. That looked awful. Well, because Lex Luger didn't even get him up. Like they said, oh, he's going for a torture rack, but Scott Steiner reversed it, and I'm like, he didn't even get him up. Yeah, when they said that, they were I'm just like, he was. They just were standing <laughs> side by side to each other. Did you see the other botch where? Sting looked like he was going for a back suplex on Scotty. And, it, like, it turned to, like, yeah, a flapjack yeah. or something. That yeah. was weird. And the commentator was like, he's going for a back... No, it's a flapjack. <laughs> and, like, Ross, the, the, don't even try to save that one. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, try, like... I'm surprised he didn't try and sh- uh, salvage the spot talking about their football stats. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um... So, going to the finish, yes? That's all notes I got for the match. Because uh, I was oh. too busy enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I like that spot where um, Rick does that bulldog on the Lex, like kind of uh, and Lex, catches him off guard. Yeah, I was actually I was nervous because when I saw Rick like jump, I was like, oh god, Luger's gonna botch this somehow. He's gonna fall backwards. He doesn't know what's coming. He's still gonna botch. But he it. he he bumped it well. <laughs> he did. I was like, okay, okay. One I, here's another one of my whys. Why does Scott? Steiner snap his head back when Sting is punching him in the stomach. Sting punches hard. So hard that he concusses him? Yep. So, mm. Okay. It's a real stinger. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, boy. Um, Sting shouldn't do tombstones. <laughs> that looked nasty. Ever. He shouldn't do them He ever. didn't, like... Just stop. He, he didn't tighten his knees at all. <laughs> no. He's just, like, loosey-goosey. Just boom. Yep. Hashtag Lucy Goosey, I said that. <laughs> he just drops him. It looked okay, worse. To... It looked worse than when Taker did the to uh yeah. Snuka. And Coco. And Coco. So Sting oh, They're calling it Tombstone Pile Drivers. Yeah. At this point. I was like, oh, okay. Yep. Sting and um and Scott Steiner are knocked down in the ring, and as Sting's coming to, Luger's walking the apron, and Nikita Koloff comes flying down with and, uh, and he has a chain wrapped Luger around his arm. Luger almost mis- mistimed this. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and Luger just barely gets there in time. Because you see Volkov stalling. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, not yet. Yeah. And then Sting pushes Luger out of the way just at the last minute, and Volkov hits Sting with the... Nikita Koloff, not Volkov. Did I say Volkov? You said Volkov. I didn't even catch it. Jesse Koloff. Jesse Botches. Um, I didn't even catch it. There's too many Russians. Um... (laughs) He hits him with uh, the iron sickle with the chain wrapped around his arm, but I didn't think it was, but they, that's what they said. And hits Sting, and then he blades, and as he's knocked out on the, the mat, Scott Sutter pins him, one, two, three, so Steiner's retain. And then they get up, and Sting's bleeding, and, and Luger's like, what happened? I don't now, even know. And I was like, what? When this happened, I was confused. So with that happening would that mean Sting now has hostility towards uh, Koloff? Yeah, because he went after him after, yeah. after the match and attacked. It would have made more sense though if cuz Luger's the United States champion. Yeah. So why would you go start a rivalry with a guy who's not a champion? Why wouldn't you want to attack Luger and get yourself up to That's the what he tried to do. He tried, he tried to attack Luger. He tried to attack but Luger he hit but Sting. But Sting moved Luger out of the way. He protected him. Yeah, yeah but then they, but then there's such a problem between Sting and Koloff. That's right. No. No. I was in the WCW. WCW. Do you want, why are you putting um, Koloff to go after for me, a non-contender? Two okay, thumbs up. Well, I have um, one. If you have uh, Col- Koloff. Ah! <laughs> I did it too. Col- but I didn't. Koloff. Um, if you have him and Sting do a short program with Koloff still working towards the U.S. title. If you have Koloff go over on Sting, that gives him a little more legitimacy. And it makes the match more meaningful with Luger for the title. Because he beat a former world champion. I so. just want Luger to lose the title fast. <laughs> I'm just done so with the skyrocket fall off up. Anyways, two thumbs up for me for that match. Two thumbs up for me. Two thumbs. What, two what's thumbs. Double two the thumbs, thumbs, double the pleasure. Yeah, yeah two double thumbs double the gun. <laughs> this is for Dave. <laughs> All right. Kind of aggressive. Let's go to the semi-main event. And this is oh no no sorry there was there was a line that Dusty said in that Tatey match that made me laugh so hard. He's like, I can't do his his uh, impersonation of you, but he says if this was a main event, it would be the main event. <laughs> if this was the main event, Daddy, this would be the main event. It, and I'm like, <laughs> and you hear Ross chuckle. He's like, what? <laughs> So yeah, go on. Sorry, I just remember that okay. line. And there you go. Semi-main event time. <laughs> if this was the same event, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If this, if this was the main event, Daddy, this would be the main event. Oh god! <laughs> just like going dusty. All right, let's do it. This is for the WCW Television Championship, and this is beautiful Bob. Actually, no, no, sorry, just Bobby Eaton. That's right. And he's taking on Arn Anderson. And after 15 years of Arn Anderson having the TV t- championship, he's defending the title finally. He wasn't the champion the whole time. Well, it seems like it's been 15. Z-Man years since was he's the had champion it. for a time. <laughs> It, it was, was just all that time we've come no, to no. WCW pay-per-views with him with the TV but that's, title. He didn't that's not TV, though. That's pay-per-view. The TV title's defended on TV. On We're watching it on TV. No, no, no. pay-per-view on TV, too? No, no, no. You're, no, no. The like, pay-per-view's like on TV. Normal shows, not pay-per-views. That, that was the whole point of the TV title. Oh. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't have championships. They, like The world title would never be defended on WCW Saturday Night 
or or the TV title would be. TV title would be. Oh, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that was the whole point. So okay. it was rare for it to be defended on a pay per view. Oh, yeah. So you're like a, you're really. So take that with your anger. That's so a then Jesse fact. Yeah. So if ECW is never on television, it's, why did they have a TV title? I don't know. I'm telling you what <laughs> the point of this one was. And by the way, Dusty Rhodes gave us the finish to this like three months ago. Yep. So thanks, Dusty. Do you think, yeah. do you think Bobby Eaton's going to win a singles title soon? I heard it's almost guaranteed. Mm. It might happen this match. Who knows? Yes. Let's go, let's yes. get to the matches. Um, first thing I noticed that got my attention was the right hand by Eaton to Anderson. Yeah. Just straight up. Yep. Knocked him. I'm like, Potato. okay. That was a like it was almost comparable to Hayes' left hand. Yep. Uh, and then <laughs> Ethan loves. Splashing from the top rope to the ramp. Yes. That's, Loves it. Just like a rocket launcher. Yeah. yeah that's, just, that's, 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 he he does yeah. it like half his finisher that like he yeah. did with the Minnet Express. Yeah. He just does it to the ramp. So that happened. rocket launcher is what they called it. Yeah. And then and then Anderson takes a back body drop on the ramp. So I'm like, I'm liking this match. And that's all I'm going to say because it leads to it as a finish. Well, I said that Arn does the typical Anderson style wrestling where he just picks a body part and just kills it. He attacks the knee. Good chemistry between the two. Mm -hmm. I found very good. They work well with each other. Um, That turnbuckle spot. Yeah, the trifecta. He does like three... He does... Three turnbuckle hits on the top, then the middle, and then the bottom one. The bottom one was the most impressive because he yeah. still sta- he he still stayed bent over. Mm. He didn't he's go still, on his knees. He was right still there. selling it just yeah. as well too. Oh, Anderson! See, I've never seen that. Anderson's one of the best like facial expression sellers ever. I think Anderson, with me, I think top now, three as far as just being a, a did, seller. Did the three punches happen before that or after? Where Ethan hits three good punches? I think that happens later on. It happens after. Yeah, where he just has three punches, yeah. and then the third one, Anderson like sold it so well. I really like this match. Yeah, it was really, really. It was good. hard to write notes. I don't have. I have two notes, and uh, like I don't even. I like I know what the finishing move was. I don't even remember the finish, but it 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 was like I I couldn't write notes because I was so I was enjoying this. It was so a neck breaker into the Alabama jam. That's right. That's right. And then uh, the match got points both, just for that spine muscle. Both guys. Mm. Sold so well for each other. I love Arn Anderson's like where he gets stunned and he'll turn and swing at the air. Yeah, you know, like and it just it's so good. Um, and yeah, uh, Eaton hits a, a very pretty neck breaker and then goes up and hits the top rope leg drop, which is now called the Alabama Jam. So now that we've named the finisher, he can pin a guy after it. So that's good. Mm-hmm. And but as after he hits the neck neck breaker before he goes up. Barry Windham tries to come down and interfere in the match. And then Brian Pillman comes running after him and chases him away. Do you still have taped hands? I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Barry Windham still had his awful haircut. Oh, jeez. Um, so, yeah, Eaton hits the Alabama Jam and wins the title. And I was so excited was, and pumped to see him win. I, it I was, was surprised. It was so unexpected. Yeah. I didn't even expect it. Even though Dusty Rhodes told me. <laughs> God. Off. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Thumbs big, up. Two thumbs up. Thumbs up. Very, thumbs up. very enjoyable match. This is by far. Well, this match and the tag team title match was one and one. Which eight. tag team title match? Uh, WCW. Oh, <laughs> uh, Fantasia. 
All right. So it's the main event of the main, main event, event baby. If this okay, was the main, main event, it'd be the main event. If this was the main event, Daddy, this would be the main event. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Okay. Um. Yes, I said I was gonna pull up the wicket. Should do. Do you want me to wait? Do nah. you Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, don't worry I, about I can kind of go off what I remember. It's screwed up, but we're doing it. Okay, so. They have the Super Show, like I mentioned, in Japan. This and that was for the NWA Championship. Now, um, Fujinami won the match and won the NWA Championship, which was still the WCW belt, the big gold belt. But because he won the NWA title. Flair is still the WCW championship. It was a way of them splitting the yeah. titles is what they did. But then they said that Flair still keeps the belt because Fujinami hit him to the outside of the ring. And I'm going, if you're going to spend... Because NWA rules, I guess, were different than WCW rules okay, well, somehow. Next, my next point. Okay. If you're going to spend X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars promoting the show and flying all these wrestlers overseas, catering to them, spending just stupid amounts of money, can you not get this basis covered? Yeah. Can you not get your basis covered? Maybe. Like It's WCW, though. You, you look stupid. Yeah, well, WCW. Hold on, I got I, I got a good I got a good one for this. W, WCW. Think about that. That's just dumb. Yep, there you go. So, what is the main event match then? All right, it is for the WCW Championship, That's the return right. match, not the NWA title, because that is right. now a separate entity. Dave, did you know that? Were you paying attention? Mm. <laughs> He's not okay. Um. It is Ric Flair, who is a WCW champion, and he has taken on Tatsumi Fujinami, who is the IWGP champion. Okay. So Flair comes out. He comes out. <laughs> he comes out. It's a new music. Are you going to talk about the music? You're talking about the music, okay? Good. No, no. The, the, the new music, whatever. What what confused me. Oh, 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 oh. God. Is he's, got a, he's got a maid. He's got a chef. He's got a maid. He's got a lawyer. And he's got... No, no. A butler and then some other chick. It was a butler. Oh, he's got a hooker. Well, maybe. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's got a hooker and the a butler, lawyer. The butler's sitting there with like a silver plate, and he just has it out. So that was Flair, the maid. Well, whatever. But F Flair comes out, and then he takes off his Rolex. Why are you wearing your Rolex to the ring, Flair? Well, why do you need a chef to stand there while you take your Rolex off? Look, and then, and why do you need a lawyer and there and your hooker? And then Jim Ross was like, oh, this is how he rolls, like being a rich guy or something like that. And I'm like, is this his character? Like, he's just... Like, this is what you guys decided to do with, like, the nature boy Ric Flair is make him some pampered rich boy, like, that wears his Rolexes to the ring. It was so weird. I was like, what are we doing here? What made it even weirder for me was the four random characters came out while Fujinami was still doing his entrance. Yeah. So I was like, wait. <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm like, is he going to, like carry his his attire that he takes off in the ring back to them and then they leave with his attire and he walks back to the ring and then flair's music hits and i'm like who's this because there's like some weird generic music and that's the first thing i was like oh he doesn't even... and then i noticed the referee is a japanese referee yeah and then the outside enforcer is an american referee yeah. Bill Alfonso. and i'm like 
Okay. I already knew what it was on, the finish was going to be. Yeah. I already knew. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll give the match a shot. And the f- only note I put, because this match bored me so much that I just could not stay attracted to it, was what was with the weird roll-ups pin spot? Within the first couple minutes, they were doing like these roll-ups. Yeah, it was and weird. It was like every roll-up that they did to counter the previous one got more sloppy. Yeah. There was no chemistry between these two. It no. was boring. And like, was, oh. I think there's a little bit of a communication And there was a barrier. second... Well, and it looked like they actually, like, or they didn't care for each other and they weren't trying to help each other. Like, they were, sand- also- they were both sandbagging each other and it made it look awful. And this was the second pay-per-view main event in a row that I was just, like, not caring for for WCW. Because yeah. the yeah. last one was Sting versus that Black Scorpion. That's right. And I was just, and it ended up being Sting and Flair. But it's like, this is the No, that was in- Starcade. We had Wrestle that- War. Was Wrestle War Blast? Wrestle War was the, um, was the, um, uh, War Games. Oh yeah, where Sid does the dirty. Yeah, got yeah. it. But anyways, but anyway, yeah. This, this, I just, I have no notes because I could not wait for the. Finish. I have a lot of notes. I'm okay, glad you ahead. do. Okay. Um, okay, I talked about the the chef, the maid, the lawyer, and the hooker. Um, <laughs> when all he does is give them the Rolex, and yep. I'm like, well, why do you need the other three there? Did you not pay the hooker? Is she looking to get her payday? Like, what? Why? Why? Anyways. Uh, this match was, should have been dubbed uh, Choppa Palooza for the first little while because they were laying in some pretty snug shots there. The match had a lot of old school NWA wrapped up in it. I think it was just that slow, methodical. It didn't suit 1991. No, it didn't. It, it yeah, it was. This was a um, seemed like something out of the late 70s almost. Yeah, it was and, not a flashy match. And it's sh- like it just shouldn't have been like that. They should have booked it differently. I think this is a record time where Flair has actually gone through a match without not getting lacerated. There you go. Beneficial fact there. Um, do you see that Oklahoma roll where Flair tried to do that roll, that somersault roll, and then roll up Fujinami, except he just, just rolls over Fujinami, and then he just gets up? I'm like, Yeah, because he missed it, and it was like, oh. Like, what, what was that? And Jim Ross is like, these guys have scouted each other so well. And I'm like, what? No, they haven't. They haven't scouted each other at all. Fujinami should have known what the hell he was doing then. Yeah, just so stupid. Anyway, that's called ring chemistry. Um, Okay, here come my whys. (laughs) Why is Flair showing Fujinami how to throw him off the top rope? Did you see that spot where he's like, put your hand here. Okay, put your... And he's like grabbing his arm. He's putting it... Like, on his chin. I'm like, now throw me. And then he throws him off the top rope. I'm going, okay. <laughs> well, that debunks your communication thought where you thought they couldn't communicate well. <laughs> yeah, they just have no chemistry, these two. Um, a USA chant. Aren't they cheering for Fujinami? <laughs> ah, who knows? Because Fujinami's getting, like, cheered in this. And then they start chanting USA. I'm going... Um, America. 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 Um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. You're out? I'm out. Okay, like, so let's go to the finish. Um, I can't. So Fujinami rolls Flair in a roll-up. Flair kicks out. And then as Tatsumi's getting up, he headbutts the Japanese ref. Mm, surprise. No, surprise. And the ref takes the bump. So then Flair rolls up Fujinami, 
with the tights, and the American ref rolls gets into the ring and counts no. the, the three pin. Not expected. The three at all. count. Whenever they have two refs at that, you yeah, know one of the refs. Brings me back to my next why. <laughs> I thought you were done. No, I saved my last guy gotcha. after. Okay. The There's so many whys. See, we have chemistry. I wait to ask my whys after he does his shtick. So there should be why championship why. Why <laughs> championship wrestling? Why championship wrestling? That's what WCW is now. Hashtag why championship wrestling. Why is Bill Alfonso counting Fujinami down when he is watching one foot away, blatantly in his face? That flare yep. is holding the tights. America. <laughs> That's all you got? You know, for, for a guy whose shtick was, in ECW was a man who calls it right down the middle, he wasn't so down the middle there. That was a little one-sided. So the uh, so flare retains the WCW title. No. And uh, Fujinami's upset, but, like, they just... The re- like Ross and Rhodes don't even talk about it, like about like the possible like screw job or whatever that Fujinami. They just let it go. Oh, Flair's great. He won. Woo, America! Like so dumb. Uh, thumbs down for me on this match. Terrible. Thumbs down. All right. So that. Whoa, that's a lot of. Okay. That's what I think of that. Shouldn't that have happened before the toilet flush? Uh, anyways, <laughs> that was WCW Don't. WCW Super Bowl 1991. Now we're going to go around the table, give our out of 10 score, and our per- best performer and worst performer of the night. Then you go first. 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. And who was, 10. Your, who was your worst performer? Um, worst performer would probably have to be... Uh, you know what? Big Josh. Big Josh. Okay. For the stupid bear thing. I, I hate Big Josh for for abusing those bears. Fair enough. And best performer? I'm going to give it to Bobby Eaton. All right. All right. Dave, what do you give it out of 10? Four. Four out of 10. Look at the, look at you liking a WCW pay-per-view like better than Ben. You pay-per-view more than me? What happened was the matches I liked, I scored really high. Okay. Well, there you go. That's what... Uh, that's worst performer of the night? Oz. Just for everything? Ten, everything. His voiceover work. <laughs> just the stupidity of the overall segment. The fans, like, three minutes in booing yeah, the entire Yeah, but Oz didn't come up with that. He just had to... He performed it. He, this is performer... He, those were his marching Is orders. this not performer of the night? Did he not perform this act? He performed it wrong. Uh, okay, Terrible. okay. I can't fault him completely. That's why you didn't... You're not answering now. I'm answering. This is my answer. You had yours. All right. And then best performer of the night? The beneficial is slapping. And Dave's performer of the night is? That's way too long. Bobby Eaton. All right. Oh, oh, I agree with you. Oh, I see. All right. So I gave the pay-per-view a 3 out of 10. So that's right. Um, Pick us. What? Pick us. Pick awesome. Oz, as your pick Oz. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, um, you you just messed me up. Here. <laughs> so three out of ten. So that means Dave gave the highest score to a WCW pay per view, which has never happened before, ever. Uh, my worst performer of the night was El Gigante. That was just the worst selling I have seen until he wrestles in WrestleMania Nine against Undertaker. <laughs> 
And then, <laughs> okay. And then my best performer is Scott Steiner. I'm continually impressed with that guy. Yeah. Continually. I, I find myself watching his matches and going, wow, quite a bit. So, yeah. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, follow us on all s- social media platforms, hashtag Squared Circle Rewind. Uh, YouTube, Squared Circle Rewind Podcast. Our episodes are up within 24 to 48 hours. Uh, super kick the notification button, uh, stole cold stun, that subscription button, like comment, let us know how we're doing, uh, and join us. Uh, oh, hold on. Tune in, not join us, tune in <laughs> on Friday, March 9th, when we fast forward to our next rewind, WCW Great American Bash 1991. Another WCW. Another WCW. Ah. With the with the interesting thing that Flair has at this at that point has left because Jim Hurd basically has chased him out, Uh-oh. so now Lex Luger and Barry Windham are fighting for the vacant WCW championship. So that should be interesting. Have a good weekend, everybody. Ha!